Alright, welcome back to another Red Cedar Wrap. This week, Matt and I are going to dissect the IU and Minnesota game. Uh, and then we'll take a look into the future for the next upcoming games against Northwestern. As always, let's get it. Marching band. All right, Matt. A week of ups and downs, starting with the IU. The first three or four minutes, what, what were you thinking in that moment when we started? feeling the road uh, epitome of our road games in the big time that we better get our shit together before we go to Indianapolis because we go to Indiana and we get blown out. <laughs> Good correlation. Before, before the big 10 tournament, we better be, uh, get it together. It was, it was just like, I felt, I was like, here's Duke, here's Purdue. We're doing it again. Let's get, it was get wild, down. man. It was like, what, what is going on with this team that they're supposed to be coming in their number one team preseason? But they were definitely turning a corner there, we saw, until the Purdue game and they lost and they came back out and blew out Wisconsin. And I was like, all right, maybe that was just like a fluke. Purdue needed that one really bad. And then they come out against Indiana, flatters can beat. And that's really why they lost the game. Like, we'll talk about throughout the end of the game mostly, but when he spotted a team 15 points to start so the hard. game. So was, hard to come back. 20, it was 25-10 at one point. Like, you have to work so hard to come back. And then when it's closing time, how much gas do you have left in the tank? And it's, it's, it's crazy. It's like, get to 10 points. Like, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Like, get to your first 10, and then know you can get moving after that. Like, get to 10, and then you'll start finding the steamroll. But that first initial 10 points is so difficult for us. Yeah. And then we're just playing catch-up. And you're right. I got to give the team credit because unlike Duke and Purdue, we steamrolled back. We finally got over the hump, you know, and Purdue, you get to that, like, what was it? Four point mark at one yeah. point and then just unra- unraveled. It, we made it. We got there. We were up three. We got, we got to that point and we have plenty of time left. So you can take a little positive into that, I guess. I'll but start at the beginning of the game. Like, you know, going on the road in the Big Ten against a team like Purdue or Indiana or pretty much anyone, that you are kind of like the number one game for that team. For yeah. Maybe not the number one game, but like one of the top games they're going to have in their arena that year and they want to beat you bad, and especially with Indiana. Like they had it was a, like a red out. They gave everyone yeah. the shirts. Like they're going to be hype, and then we give them a reason to like get excited. You know, right? if the is zone was up, 15 points we would be loud i get that right so no, i get it too but don't give them don't give them a reason to get that loud that early because now the whole game you're battling the crowd you're battling down and when you finally get there man i'll tell you like at 10 minutes that 10 minute mark in the uh second half we had a shot we had a real shot to push it out and i really think we went three possessions that was when we were up three yeah we were up we were, three it's like yeah. 51 48 we were up. We had three possessions, two of them turnovers, and a missed three by Bingham. And you're like, if any one of them, if not two yeah. of them, go down, we yeah. might have we might have brought the camels back and, and and 
push through that yeah, game. Yeah, you're right. Say you go up seven, right? You make two layups or two two buckets. Then you go up seven after you were down fifteen, like that. Really, like the taste crowds, of out crowds of out of it. Exactly. Their mentality's out of it, and now you can control the game. And you know, it's interesting because we were pushing the ball so much to get up to up three, and then right when we did the next one, you see like Cassius, and I don't think it was Cassius coaching, slowed him down. Yeah, like you see him slow down, slow your roll. You're up. Let's let's do our thing. And you're like, you've been doing your thing all game. Yeah, let's go pushing it. Yeah, it was. Uh Disappointed on the stretch too, when they had chances to, like you said, there send the leader even at the end, where it's like it was winning time, you know, last two minutes of the game, and not be able to find a bucket and giving up offensive rebounds. Like how many offensive rebounds did they get? They Indiana really dominated us inside with uh, Jackson and what's the guy's name, Brunk, whatever the guy, the, the white guy, Brunk, the big, drunk. Yeah, the big white guy. Yeah, it's like. That guy's not that good. And Trace Jackson, you know, Trace Jackson, he's a good kid. I mean, freshman. We recruited him as well. Highly rated kid. He's like The fact that he's dominating Tillman and Bingham and Hall and Kithier inside, it's like we sh- can't let that happen against a team like Indiana. That was a road win that we could easily have gotten. They let slip away. Those are the games that, look back in the end, end of the season, like if we're tight in the, in the conference title race, like, Hey, we could have had that one, and we let that it slip was through. One. And it's and it was really right. scary because then we're going on the road to play Minnesota, which we'll talk in a second. But it's like, man, that was a chance to get one, and then we could come out of this thing two and zero. Or now we got a tough game on the road. We could go zero and two. It's like, man, it was a tough one to, for me to swallow on that one, honestly. And yeah, and, and, and I think game. like when you kind of saw it at the beginning there, right? Yeah, the big the bigs were not playing well, and a lot of it was rebounding, offensive rebounds crushed us and that's what led to 15 point lead yeah. you know like i thought we solved this i thought this was something we could work on box out i mean tillman's yelling at gabe to box out and we just couldn't box out the bigs they sent their wings in to get rebounds it, it just wasn't playing to our side and finally we kind of started getting that down but still they were making points in the paint i mean it was, what was it like 70 75 percent yeah in the first half or in the paint yeah you think like with how much rotate we have like you said you could stop something like that, but I again I give them credit because they bounce back. You know, I think someone that had a good game in the last couple three or four games is Rocket. Rocket's been playing awesome defense. You know, he's pushing, he's he's making good shots. He can drive. I mean, that's kind of something you want to see. But we just got to do it with everyone. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. What's what's the word I want to say? Disappointing. We took, you had talked about it last time too. Is how we went zero and two against Indiana last year. Yep, I wanted that. And one. we lost again, and we only get them once. You know, and, so, and so and and then push I don't it like to Indiana. The, like, no, <laughs> it's not even like uh, a. <laughs> Tell me how you feel. This baby. is funny. This is the reason why I don't like them. It's because they love basketball so much. So when we just beat them, it's like the best. Like <laughs> you guys care about the sport so much, and we guys think you're like the holy grail of the Big Ten, and we just come down there. And we obviously will finish most teams that we've played the last couple. Then we'll finish higher than them in the end. It's all right, but okay. Couple things. And last year they rushed the court when they beat us, and that's just hilarious because you know something that'll never happen at Michigan State is we'll never rush the court for good or bad. For good or bad. I mean, maybe that's you think that's a sad thing that as a student athlete or student, they never get experienced that rush of rushing the court. Like, I don't see at Michigan State. Is on anybody ever rushing the court? No. Maybe there's something happens one day where like 
it's the final game of the season for the big time on the line. We hit like a half quarter, like say like this year, like Cassius hits one three pointer to win the game against <laughs> Ohio State. We win the we win the Big Ten outright. Maybe they'll rush it, but I don't, don't even think done they even, would. Not even no, this I don't season. think they no, would. No, not but even like, this season. When you're a blue blood, you just really don't. It's like Duke. Duke is everybody that rushes the court with the beat them. Does the Cameron Case ever rush the court? No. Duke. No. no. Well, does one ever rush the court at Breslin? Probably not. Probably never. But Indiana tries to be these like, oh, we're the you know, we're the blue blood of the Big Ten. Dude, blue bloods don't rush the court. You've done it multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> so I just don't like Indiana for that reason right there. Just who they think they are. Kind of like Michigan Michigan football. Who they think you are, but who you really are. Know your identity. Exactly. Self awareness. All, right. All right, I got two things. One, what did you think about the interference call on Gabe Brown? But was not called on Indiana. <laughs> I think I texted you right there. And I texted you before I saw everyone on Twitter go crazy, but I'm like, wait, how does that not – how's that bucket good? I know. It, it's the same exact play back-to-back. Back. Literally the same exact thing, and you're going to count one and not the other. Uh-huh. So, like, little little differences like that. I mean, that was, like – I think that was a run that we had, too. That would have stretched our run going, too. So, like, momentum shifted there. And there was an and one. Exactly. Now, did he, I don't remember. Did he make it? I don't I remember. I don't I remember. Forget, honestly, a couple of days ago. But at I least when it's and one, two, it gets the crowd even more into it just because of the fact that it was an and one play. All right. So then, second thing game's on the line. You're down one. Cassius gets the drive. Yeah. And. Was it one? We were down two. We were down two, right? Down two. You're right. This is for the tie. Gets the drive. Was this a good possession? Michigan State loves the oop, right? It's yep. kind of like uh, we know it's kind of coming most of the time. Other teams don't know as much, but Izzo loves to call the oop play. Yeah, I mean, he goes back to even to like Mo Pete and, and then Mateen Cleaves days where we did this game too. We threw the oop to Gabe Brown. Yep, it's a good way because you know people are gonna close in on Cash, right? Cash is going to lay up. He draws two, so you kind of throw it behind him and let Tillman dunk it because. His guy's going to switch over to Winston because there's only, what, two seconds left. You're not expecting the pass. Yeah. So I actually like the play. Unfortunate that it, they just played it well. and they blocked yep. it out. I actually like yeah, it. People yeah. were like, oh, man, he should have gone for the layup. He probably would have got it. But I like that mentality from Cash. No, like, I, I think the my mind, was a there. smarter play. It was, smarter it was play. yeah. He wasn't going to get the layup anyways. I mean, the guy had that blocked off and – I really think he. I think that was a great play on it too. We just happened to not get, it. and even the rebound, just a tip drill. You know, it, you know, sometimes those fall in, sometimes those don't. I you know? I'll see Like it's easy to say, you know, hindsight. But I liked when we could have just stole one with a three pointer. I would have liked is those that's those <laughs> mo. Is those mo to do that? I understand that. I kind of knew they were going to go for the two. Yep. But to maybe just steal one here, like hey, it's a one shot. We're just. I'm going to play in overtime. A little Kenny Goings against Duke. Yeah. Like, I mean, they had Foster out there. I thought they were going to do a three for that reason. They had Foster out there. Yeah, I Gabe saw Foster going. I was like, oh, yeah. Is he going to do So he even had me questioning my own self because I was like, oh, they're definitely going to do the drive. Two man game, Tillman and Winston. And I was like, well, they brought Foster out. Maybe he'll shoot a three. Who's, he's actually been cold lately, which we can touch on in a second. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was like, are they going to do a three? And then he didn't. He did exactly what we thought he'd do. Didn't work out. But I like. Going for the, the steal. I mean, steal the one on the road. I also thought with the fact that we played Minnesota so quickly back, on, you know, back at it at, on Sunday, do you really want to play another five minutes? Like, go all out with who we got? Like, I don't know. 
but it didn't work out. We can move on to Minnesota now because I'm a little more uh, positive. positive. <laughs> but I just want to beat Indiana. I hope we get them. I wouldn't say no. I really you know, I we do. We hope too. we get Purdue in the tournament. I want, I want both Indiana of them. I the want tournament. both of them. I want both of them in the tournament. I want, yeah. I want to win against both of them in Indiana. Like, I want yeah. it. And because that was the game I really wanted. Just to get a little revenge. It sucks going. We're 0 3 in the last two seasons against Indiana. That's annoying. Yeah, those are our two one games where we get them only on the road. Like, that sucks. And that, it does. And, like, it, it pisses me off because top three venues, the hardest venues to play in the Big Ten. Yeah. Ours and those two. It's it's yeah. not it's not even close. There's not another venue that gets yeah. close to those three. It looked out. We look. It looked like at the end of the season that we lucked out with only playing Ohio State once at home. But now it's like, man, Ohio State's not even good. Yep. Like, Would have been nice to get them twice. But who's the other team you get once? I forget. I'm assuming this is good radio. Let's look at who it is. <laughs> our team we get one time is Iowa. Iowa at home, correct? Which actually, I actually like that too. We look out there yeah. playing at Iowa is like. We've won there quite a bit recently, but that's a tough place to play. <laughs> Everywhere in the Big Ten, it's tough. Like, what's an easy place to play in the Big Ten? I mean, Northwestern. Northwestern. Because they don't have any fans. No, Ruck- oh, not this Rutgers season, this but Rutgers. Not as much. But I would, I would still put Rutgers as not the hardest place. Penn State's not that hard. It's just it's really the environment of, of those three, though. Minnesota for us isn't that hard either. I've said last podcast that it was, but <laughs> after this game, I'm maybe. You're taking words. it back. Yeah. Take it back, baby. All right, let's talk Minnesota though, All right. because that that was the scare going in this week, right? Two back to back road games. That that's tough, and you lose the first one, and you're like, "All right, let's not go down 15 points again this one," and we don't. Thank God, thank God we didn't. It was, go a, it was a slow start, but Minnesota wasn't hitting their shots either. So we got yeah, we got lucky in that part of it too. Um, but it was a solid play all around. Um, a lot of players action. Uh, big thing to start of the game that changed the lineup. I know. What do you think about that? I'm fine with it. You know, I, you know, it's nothing against Henry. I think he's still playing in, and obviously he'll get the minutes. I mean, he's still got 25 minutes uh, in the game. So, uh, you know, whatever it takes to win, if that's the mentality, if it's better for him to come off the bench, I'm fine with it. You know, it, I understand getting a starting position is like a high honor, and, and losing it always makes you feel a little bit of question yourself. But let's be honest. We play so many people. Does yeah. it really matter if you are the starting lineup or not? Probably yeah, not. Not really. What's, I'm looking at minutes wise. So Henry ended up playing 25 minutes, which is more than Hall. Malik Hall played. Yeah. So, I mean, Watts probably came in. Watts was the Hall replacement, I guess you could say. So Watts ended up playing more minutes. I think. I mean, Watts started the year starting, and then came out as a freshman. Now he's kind of growing a little bit. Him coming back in the lineup isn't that. Shocking. The Malik it, Hall for Bingham makes a little sense. I mean, Malik Hall was on the bench to start, and Bingham would be out out there. But minutes wise, Hall was getting more minutes than Bingham anyway. Yeah. So now him starting is kind of like all right, you just start him out there. Well, it's interesting plus Bingham's too. Been cold how do you right how do you like the start of two freshmen? <sighs> I like F- it. Futuristically, Honestly, it's great. I like it. Right. You know, and and I think that's kind of the interesting part. Now, granted, I would always say well, I wish that we had Joey Hauser in Langford at any given time. But the benefit of this is we're developing a team for mm-hmm. future years faster than you usually do. Yeah. And you can see it in Rocket Watts learning. You can see it in Malik Hall. You can see even like the sophomore class 
everyone's getting more minutes and they and it's showing, you know? Yeah. I think I think Henry will end up starting again. And Watts will probably go back to the bench to start. But also I think back to last year, this was when like Henry came on last year, right, and started starting, I believe. Mm-hmm. So you kind of see the same thing happen this year, like Malik Hall taking it over from Bingham start. You might see this going forward, like freshman, middle of the Big Ten season, finally got their feet wet enough. Is a working out the kinks. We're fine in the starting lineup. I think it'll probably end up being a Winston, Brown, Henry, Hall, Tillman starting yeah. lineup going forward. We get she into March. I may be wrong, but that's my. And you know, I think the kind of nice thing about this is you might get a different starting lineup for the tournaments. You know, you oh, might yeah, get. Yeah. You know, when you walk into Purdue versus Indiana, we might have just we go. Here's the lineups we like for these certain situations. And that's kind of the positive of being this. You can play the players that are best fit to that team that you're playing against. Yeah. So back to Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, the big two of Tillman and Winston played great. Yep. I mean, that that's the one that makes the team go. Another double-double for Tillman. Tillman puts in the – I mean, Oturu, we talked about him before the game. Like oh, how my Well, gosh. he's been playing. He played well again. He talks a lot of shit. I didn't realize how much. I didn't realize, <laughs> well, much, I didn't realize how much he talked, honestly. And he um he got in foul trouble, so he had yeah. he had to sit out yeah. a lot more than this. He still had thirty five minutes in the game, but it was kind of crucial at the do, ending. Yeah, wasn't able to do maybe what he wanted to defensively as aggressively on our guys. And Watts played well too. Tony uh, Watts hit, looked hit real good. Shots. Got the crossover sick. You know, people uh-huh. people compared it to like the James Harden. Yeah. yeah, I can see where they get it from. It's like he's a, a righty, but he just—he's quick. He's coked so quick with it, and he pulls up with, with it when he wants. Yep. So that was a good win. I mean, Minnesota's like I mentioned before, they was a tough time beating us, man. Like this year, twice now. Well, I mean, big some wins, of it is also last year. Two big wins last year against them. So, year before so, that as well. Yeah. So some of it, it's like, all right, how good? How good are they? And, and how good is us? And, and I think like. The defensive side has gotten a lot better. You know, Ken Palm has this, whatever, top 20. We're now number seven overall. But it's interesting because they shot 17% behind yeah. the arc. Yeah. 28. That, so a little bit of that. Make shots, you win games, huh? Yeah. And that's a little bit of it is, you know, defense. And a little bit of it is, you know, they had some open threes. Yeah. That were just missed. So I think a lot of it, too. The coaching mismatch in Minnesota is pretty big, in my opinion. Uh, I don't think Patino is that good of a coach. I think the name kind of helped him get that job. Mm-hmm. So when he goes up against Izzo, I think Izzo just outclasses him a lot with changes and offensive and defensive philosophy and just coaching in general. This thing that maybe I think I looked at most was when Car- Gabe Kausher, I think Karcher, I forgot his last, how to say his last name, in Minnesota hits a three. Yeah. And Michigan State, what do we do when Mr. Makes. We push every time. Every time. So he hits a three. He turns around, does a little bow and arrow thing. And he, they zoomed in on him on the on the screen. That's how I picked this up. And as he's doing his bow and arrow, you can see the ball go right by his head. And like right on the other side of the court. It's like better coaching wouldn't let that happen. Yeah. Like you wouldn't let your kids celebrate a three-pointer when you know we're going to run on you and lay it up right behind you. So stuff like that. Like Say, say that happened on an Izzo coach team. Are you kidding me? Izzo hates when people shoot the ball at the end of the game. Izzo <laughs> hates when people like hang on the rim. When Gabe Brown hang on the rim that one time, we complained about how it's a BS you know, foul. Izzo was going nuts on it. Like, oh, you know you can't do that. Like, any bit of showboating. 
is not going to happen, especially if you give it two points for them because you're doing it. So the outclass of coach, I think, is the biggest thing I see between Minnesota and Michigan State right now. You'd say that about a lot of schools, but yeah, clearly, of course. clear, clearly in this in this matchup here. And I remember last year too. So like, we were having a, we were playing Minnesota at a time where we were struggling, and it's because we couldn't get our bigs the ball in deep. They would just not let it get us to ward anybody. And I remember playing Minnesota, and they just didn't double. Oh, I forget what it was. I think it was that they wouldn't double catch. I forget what it was exactly. The way they were playing pick and rolls, like everyone had figured it out before us, and they just did the exact opposite thing. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you guys just lost by 30 because you don't do what everybody else does. Yeah, I think that's on, that's coaching. So 100%. I mean, like, all right, so then a few weeks ago, or last week, talked about three points, talked about averages. We went from 33. We're now averaging 34 and a half. Behind the arc, after a forty-one percent shooting against Minnesota. Remember, the top fifteen, twelve of them were over thirty-five, in between thirty-five and forty. So, I'm just keeping track of this because I thought that was one of the biggest issues we're going to have going into late in the season. If we can't hit open threes, we're not going to compete, and it's yeah. slowly getting better. You're seeing the defense starting to slowly form. Mm-hmm. I mean, just watch watch Rocket and Aaron Henry. Those guys are just fun to watch on defense. They just hustle on and off the ball and make it difficult for key stars. So you see the defense rising. Now it's, okay, how do we make sure more people are a part of the game on the offensive side? You you get guys that spark up for a game or two and then cool down. How do we keep that fluid all the way through the rest of the season? I think that's going to be the the key takeaway moving forward through the Big Ten. Yeah. All right, right now, let me ask you this. Right now, how would you see the Big Ten ending right now? Like, if you just pre- predict what like the, the ending teams the or what? Top top three teams end of Big Ten regular season. I mean, you got to say I was in Illinois right now. Top two. Illinois is playing good. Yeah. Maryland, I would say, would be the third one just because they huge win at Indiana. Oh, my gosh. Like, what a I mean, comeback. We that couldn't was. get it done, but they did. So I'll say Maryland. Three, Illinois two, Michigan State one. I think we'll end up getting it together enough to win the Big Ten or at least get a share of the the title. Yeah, I got you right there too. Right now, it's interesting because the top five teams like Rutgers. What is Rutgers in the top five right now or top three? They might be there. They're tough. They're tough to play. But here's 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 the thing: is all those five teams play each other like. We play the line. I still we still got two more against yeah, Maryland. Up there still. Iowa's up there. So in Maryland, like no the defense. next three games, it's like Maryland, Illinois. It's like Iowa, Maryland. Like there's so many games in the top five that it's impossible to say right now. Yeah, Iowa should have lost last night to Wisconsin. Yes, they got lucky to get that one. Rutgers, I think, water finds its level, and eventually, I do think they'll finish top five. Rutgers in the end, they're that they're good enough for that. Top three, no. I don't think. I just see. I just see the battling of Maryland after that IU game. I could see them just continuing that throughout. And, we get, and, and then IO with his shot against Michigan, just wow. Yeah, I mean Illinois should have lost that game. That was Kobe esque. Yeah, dare I say? Yeah, did you see the Izzo thing at the end of the game with Cassius Winston? That was kind of eerie. No. 
you know, they're they're closing away. They're they're about to interview Winston after the game against Minnesota, and I think Izzo probably might have thought that the interviewer might have asked Cassius Winston about the death of Kobe Bryant. So you can see Izzo with his arm around Cassius, saying like, "Hey, just so you know, this happened. Kobe Bryant died." You can see Cash's eyes kind of get big, like, he's asking, like, Kobe. And then he, he looks at him again, he's like, Bryant? And he's like, you can see he's just nodding. And he, you can see him just like, whoa, he's looking, uh, looking away, like, whoa. Wow. Like, probably how we all felt. Yeah. Especially with dealing with, Cash dealing with death earlier this year, it's like. That's got to be a hard year. hitter. Because I, I was even thinking during the game against Minnesota, I was like, do these guys know? Like, it happened just before tip that the word came out. I said, they probably don't because they're warming up, and why would the training staff or coaching staff tell the kids, like, like distract them from the game? I said, you probably don't know, and then you could definitely tell they didn't know because the way that Izzo told Winston after the game. So, And Winston even said in an interview, like, when coach told me that Kobe had passed away, I was, like, thinking about all my friends or – Wow. Wow. That's a good point. I mean, Saquon came out even said, like, uh, when he, he did, like, a thing for Kobe, and he was like, you know, before before you, there was, like, 14 Kobe's in the world. Now there's thousands. And so that does, like, make a sense. That's crazy. That's, that's how Cassius' mind went. And that would have been, man, that would be rough, too. All right. So we got Northwestern on Wednesday night this week. Uh, the line just came out. We're recording this on Tuesday night, and it is a 17-point <sighs> favorites tomorrow against I'm, the Wildcats at Breslin. I can't um, touch that. It's a huge number for an in-conference game. Um, Northwestern has been struggling this year, as we know. We played them already once this season, only beaten by five at their place. Um, it's probably the easiest game on paper left this season for us. Um I mean, but man, I mean, but Nor- like, Northwestern even gave Maryland a scare. I think they were up like double digits at half early yeah, season. I'll say no game is a gimme this year. But you're right. The way but, you stated that, the easiest left on paper. I get that. And I think the world does too. Um, but I hope the team doesn't sleep on that. You yeah. know, you can't, you can't. And, and I think Izzo does a great job. I'm not allowing people to sleep. But yeah. I just, I, you know, those are always, it's, just, it's like trap game football. You can't let anything get out of your head. You got to stay into it and got to yeah, drive. And again, watch it. Hit your first 10 points. Yeah. Let's Don't, get, no. I want to get ahead of these guys quick. I want to I wanna do what Indiana and Purdue do, did to us. I want to be up 15 every game <laughs> right off the rip. Can I get something like that? We need Steven Izzo in this game with like three minutes left. I want a Steven Izzo bucket. Yeah. <laughs> that that's should be the goal. That would be a good goal. That should be the goal. So... Not much for me to put input on Northwestern, uh, the struggling team this year. I do think obviously we win um, by 17. Sure, I'll say yeah by 17, 18 points. I'm not gonna say by 17. <laughs> I can't touch it. Uh, but I think it's double digits. But 17 yeah, so yeah. rough. I mean, yeah. one thing goes wrong and then right, we could be up like 20 up. and then put the backups in. And we close it to uh, 14, right? Yeah, like that. yeah, that's very possible. That's I don't like big spreads in basketball yeah. like that. So. And then I would say another hard road game, like all pretty much all road games are in the Big Ten. We go at Wisconsin on Saturday. 
1 p.m. tip. They're due um, for a win. They're due. Yeah, They've had some Wisconsin tough ones. Blue one last night against Iowa. Is Brad Davison going to play? Ooh, good question. I don't or know. Or is he going to get suspended for the nut I shot? Mean, I mean, that, I why mean, is this kid? I mean, this kid's turning the dirtiest player in the Big Ten, and maybe of all college basketball. He's yeah. turning into like Grayson Allen. I don't know, man. I think it's going. I mean, who does? It? I don't even think Grayson's done something like that. And like you see some of the clips, like he well, trips would, people. Would trip people. <laughs> well, yeah, but so does Brad Davison. Like yeah. you see it all the time in the paint. You see it when he, people are trying to go for a rebound, like yeah, some dirty stuff. Yeah, I mean, you can't just because you lack athletic ability, you can't just start being a dirty player. Yeah. So, so I we'll I, I don't know. I don't want yeah. him to play just because I don't like him. Like, I got to want him hurting our dudes. I don't want exactly. That's what it is. I don't want him not shotting our dudes. I mean, Watts put him in a blunder last game, so I'd love to see him do that again. But like, I don't even want Davison out there. He's just. He's annoying to watch. I don't think he plays the game the right way. And getting suspended, would, I, f- I want him to be the villain of the Big Ten and, and be- villain of college basketball. So I, I hope he gets suspended. Well, it's going to be an interesting week. Get a couple more down, and then we get into a really tough February. But It's crazy. It's almost February, man. Like I said, I started looking at brackets already. The brackets <laughs> Started following those guys on Twitter again. Of both, yeah, both let you know, it. on CBS, ESPN. They got a Fox one now. They do the, the bracketology. They have a different name for it. But is there anything better than that? That sound, that March Madness like oh, intro yeah. music. It's the best. It's serious. Like you put you in a whole different mood. I haven't missed the tournament. I haven't gone to work or school <laughs> for the first two days of the tournament <laughs> since I've been a junior in high school. Since I could drive. <laughs> since I could drive, I have not gone to work or school on the days of the those are like the best days to take off just full day of games i put the i put them in like it's i put them in a year in advance like i you can just google like what's the first day of the tournament next year and i just know i won't be going those work those days so count me out any meetings <laughs> anything you need me to do it didn't happen in those two days trust that's, me see that's the nice thing is because that first weekend's so hard to watch state if you are working because a lot of times you don't get the night game and to think like I would be a liability being at work if I was there for these for these days. <laughs> wouldn't so wouldn't work. I would anyway. just be watching basketball. Exactly. I wouldn't be doing anything anyway. Yeah. I love I remember when that year came out with like a uh, spreadsheet, like emergency spreadsheet, and you click it and it pops up a spreadsheet that was all BS just in case yeah. like it was a boss spreadsheet. I thought Hell that was yeah. so funny. Hell yeah. But we can talk about more of those stories when we get closer to March Madness because I got funny things about times in school and stuff and i got in trouble we'll talk about these other times yeah we are definitely we're saving that bad boy let's get through february yes sir but as always that's a good spot to end it so go green go white